Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Question for you. Is it possible to make money as a day trader? Yes, yes. The answer is yes. All right. Thank you guys for joining. Nah, just kidding. Well, the answer really is yes, but it's not the end of the podcast. Today, we're going to dig in a little bit more about why that is and why many people would rather say something is impossible than put the pressure on themselves to prove that it is possible. The unfortunate truth about trading, and, and I say this because I, I, you know, I, I get a lot of naysayers on the internet, and I've, I've gotten really good over the years at proving them wrong. Um, because people are just dumb. Like there's a there's a man there's a there was a Dumbo the other day that said um, I, I <laughs> this was a fun little conversation um, and I was very nice to him. This is why he stopped talking to me. But I had this dummy. I shouldn't call people dumb, but like when people say dumb stuff and continue, when people say dumb stuff and then continue to say dumb stuff, I just have to assume you're dumb, right? He said, and I, I hate this because you put it in absolutes. Akil, you can't be. It is basically he said it is impossible to be a profitable day trader. It is impossible to be a profitable day trader. I even put a poll up. Now I, I hate when you say it's impossible. You can say it's improbable, and that's why I tried to come back and say, hey, you know, like trading in general, it, the the probabilities are that people aren't going to be successful. But how can you say it's impossible to do something when there are not only have I literally done it. Right. Which is the laughable thing. But when I'm sure if we check around, I'm sure if we run through every single person on this planet that has been involved in the markets. Are you telling me we can't find one person that has been successful day trading? Is that what you're saying? We can't find one person. Just one. Right. Like when you say stuff like impossible, like. Let's just agree that. Maybe the probability, like, is it probably harder to be a, a retail day trader than a swing trader? Yes. Is it impossible? We, we can't go there. Like, that's dumb. So then, like, we have this conversation. And I'm, I'm trying to do this. What was it? Like, what, what was it? Jason uh, Stapleton told me it was like the, the Chinese negotiation or Japanese negotiation thing where I'm trying to like, okay, let's agree that the probabilities are not in your favor. But let's also agree that it is possible. I tried to do that little thing. And then he sent me some stats. And these stats made zero sense, right? These stats are like average returns, like daily average returns, weekly average returns, and monthly average returns in the market. And I think the point that he's trying to make is because the market on average only gains, like the S&P, like these indexes, right? They only, on average, the daily return is, is this percent. And he said, because the daily return is like, let's say 1%, it's impossible for someone to be successful with day trading. So again, this confirms why I used the word dummy, because does that, does that information tell you anything? If I show you a, a percent chart and it says the S&P averages 1% a day and therefore you can't be a successful day trader. One, that's the stupidest thing in the world. Right? That shouldn't be one. That's that's precursor. One, okay, well, so if it averages 1% a day, I would gladly take 1% a day gains. Like, <laughs> I would gladly like... So if it gains 1% a day, you're telling me that I can make 1% a day. 
so I would gladly take that. Two, right? Just because an uh, an asset gains one percent a day, right? That means that it loses on certain days. You realize as traders, we can buy and we can sell. So if something goes down, we can make money while it's going down. We realize we can long and short. That's that's two, right? So there's all these these things that that didn't make sense. And then we got into the conversation. Well, like, oh, day trading is just a, a trick for your broker to take advantage of you and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, brokers want to push people to day trade. But the reason that they push you to day trade is not because they want you to lose. They just figured out if most traders are going to fail and they're going to you know, get their slice of the pie before traders ultimately fail and, and you know, retire and try something else, they might as well get those commissions and fees off of you, know, you executing as many trades as possible. Um, I, I think the chart was saying like it, 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 um, it like a one percent gain per day, George, something like that. I, I don't remember. I didn't pay it too much attention. So I don't even know if it was one percent, but it was like a it was like a chart of like weekly and monthly and daily gains on like a few like the the dollar index and like the S and P and Nasdaq, something like that. And it was like, see, because it only gains one percent a day, you can't. I'm like, that's stupid. Like I and I had to I had to tell him that chart was irrelevant to anything. Um, but yeah, just so much closed mindedness. And it's funny, like people like that are probably traders that have failed. And instead of coming to grips with, hey, I failed because I didn't do something. They would rather make up an excuse saying it's impossible, because if they say something is impossible, then it, it no longer hurts. Right. If you say something is impossible, the, the, the blame is no longer on them. Right. I've dealt with that before in, in a lot in coaching trading traders. Um, I told you guys a story the other day where there was a, a trader that was here with tier one for a very long time and he refused to do all the stuff that we told him to do or accept the, the truths that we told him to accept. And he decided to move on to another um, another place for education, which is fine. No bad blood at all. But he decided to move on to another place for education because he just didn't want to hear the truth. And then he went to this other place that was promising him this and that or promising him whatever he wanted to hear. Um, and then eventually, like I think like a year later, he contacted me saying, man, you guys are right the whole time. Like He had finally accepted that, hey, it wasn't like we weren't lying to him. Like he had to hold accountability. I deal with that with athletes, too, where it's like, you know, they're not seeing the results they want. And it's like, oh, it's because the training is bad. Or is it because you're not sleeping and not eating right and going out and drinking and, and not doing the summer workouts? Like, it's much easier to make an excuse to be like, oh, the training bad or oh, I can't be successful. It's impossible for me to do this. than go the hard route and say, hey, it is possible. It, I just it takes a lot of hard work and I probably have to change some things about myself. So, yeah, it was a funny, dumb conversation. We never finished it. I, again, I was very nice, which is, is I think pisses people off even more like i think these people want to argue i like to agree i like to give them yeah we can agree with this and then i slide in a but and i spit some facts to them that they hate it <laughs> they hate it i've mastered the art of of this of nicely disagreeing with people <laughs> i think fatherhood has done that to me where it's like you gotta instead of just yelling at your kids you gotta make it like a lesson so and like Cameron, Cameron paints on the wall and you just can't be like, what the F are you doing, Cameron? It's one of those things where it's like, okay, I love your artistic ability. I love your creativity, Cameron. I love your freedom and I love that you feel empowered to do what you want to do. But 
can you not paint on the walls? How about here, here's a here's a nice clean piece of paper you can paint on instead of the the stairwell. But I love it. You keep doing it. You keep being creative. You you keep being creative, just not on the wall. <laughs> it's what it's what yeah. <laughs> George said my dad just gave me the belt. Remember guys, 10 episode challenge. If you're new, listen to 10 episodes and see if they bring value. If they do, make sure you subscribe and you check out the three brand new episodes that are released every week. If you are a longtime regular listener, do me a favor, right? Another 10 episode challenge. Find your 10 favorite episodes, shoot me a DM, shoot me an email, let me know what they are. I want to start kind of repurposing, not repurposing, but I guess resharing some of the most popular episodes out there. So if you have one that stands out, let me know. Shoot me a DM on social media or shoot me an email, akil at tier1trading.com, and I'll start compiling my list.